Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast live and in Living Color. Living Color, thank you. That's what they say on Hairspray. Um, Welcome back to the Morning Toast. We are back in studio, but in a new studio, for those of you who have noticed. Hello, welcome to our new studio. We had some issues, don't ask. We, we're here now. We moved. We're so excited to be back. This is so weird. That good morning. This is so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> like so this, weird. I feel weird being near you. Like this whole thing is so weird. It has been I two mean, months since we started Zooming from home. Got it. I mean, I just, it's a totally different season. I'm like in a sweater and jeans, even though it's 80 degrees outside. I just, I never had time to shop for the summer. And now it's like the summer's upon us. And we're not cool for the summer. Not at I'm actually very warm for the summer. Yeah, no, it's rough, but we'll get back into it. You know, even the few times we were able to do podcast episodes together in quarantine, like they're just so much funnier. They're better. And I think it was it is time for us to be back together. It's very exciting. Hitting you with that good morning, millennials. Ooh. Unfortunately, it means that um, HYD slash Hagedern is going to take a back seat. But devastating. we'll always have her, you know, and we'll always like have had that together. That, that controversy. It's devastating. It is devastating. I'm heartbroken. You look heartbroken. Um, we have an amazing show for you guys. As you know, it's Wednesday. It's hump day, which means hump someone you love. I'll be humping Jackie later, even though she... Um... Social distance. Okay, fine. I'll hump Theo. And that also means we have Dear Toasters, which is our advice segment. So if you or someone you know is looking for advice, feel free to write in. We always keep it anonymous, and we'll be doing that at the end of the show today. But before that, yeah, we're busy. That, we have so much to discuss. We actually have some really good stories to talk about. Um... And just life, you know, what I'm still so sore. Like I truly can't, not that I need to move on the show, but like I can't get up. What are you sore from? From working out. I did a live method virtual session and like it broke me. Yeah, me too. I was like begging the trainer. I'm like, please, let's do more. Let's do more. Yeah, you were just like holding that plank like you were going overtime. Yeah. And he was just like, Claudia, you're, you're going to overdo it. And I'm like, okay, Matt, I'll, I'll stop. Yeah. Well, I feel like so much has changed since we last did a show, like in a studio I'm a whole new person. I feel like I might even look different on camera. I feel like this quarantine has aged me Mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally. Like we are all just different people than we were. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how I look on camera because I feel like I have a different thoughts. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the 12 pounds that I gained. Well, they say the camera adds 10 pounds. Right. And I gained gained, 12. So you gained 22 pounds. 22 pounds. So let me know if I look any different. (laughs) Also, disclaimer, as with any new studio, you know, things take time. We have some fabulous wallpaper coming, a new neon sign. So just bear with us while we work through, you know, the crooks and crannies of being studio owners. Yeah. No, I'm excited about this space. It's it's fabulous. And it's going to 
become more and more fabulous. Yeah, we've got lots of big, big plans. Yeah, big, big plans. Speaking of, I've really been thinking about like Lauren Lane, Ben Higgins. Ever since I watched like that season, it just took me back. Did you see her Instagram story yesterday where she was like, wow, I got so many messages about me like not like posting or like acknowledging that my season was on. And she's like, and while I'm so grateful for the opportunity and like I have no ill feelings about production or Ben or anything, like I have moved on with my life and I just... I'm not going to watch it and I'm not going to post about it, which I thought, I can't believe anyone was expecting, she's fucking married. Like, yeah. I can't believe anyone was expecting her to even, like, acknowledge it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting, that makes a ton of sense. I really wasn't expecting it. I didn't even notice that she didn't, you know? Same. Because I'm just like, whoever that person was on my TV, like, that's not Lauren Lane. Right, and like, I, I mean, I don't follow her, but did JoJo post about it? Well, JoJo was on the episode. Mm. Like, Chris called her in to talk about the heartbreak, and then next week is her season. Oh, her season was um, so not my favorite. She's really like still in the Bachelor fold, whereas like Lauren Lane has graduated from Bachelor University. Big time. Yeah. She made it to the big leagues. Yeah, she's like going to grad school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's getting her MBA. In country music. Oh my God, it's fabulous. Well, I am so happy for her and like her perfect little life in Nashville. Like I'm so jealous of her house. She just got new pendants in her kitchen last night. I'm just obsessed with her. Um, and I didn't think it was weird. Um, in terms of them like now going through and playing new seasons like I'm really not crazy about Jojo's season like to me it wasn't ever really like a season it was just like her and Jordan like trying to pretend that they didn't know each other before her and Jordan like acting their way through a season pretending like they like other people or that they might not be here for each other totally like it's just it's honestly a waste of your time don't watch it (laughs) yeah well we'll see I honestly I enjoyed I enjoyed watching it the other night maybe it was because it was Ben's season so I'm gonna give it another chance because it was definitely value add to my evening okay so I guess without further ado, it's time. I've also been watching Real Housewives of Potomac just getting through um, season four right now. They just got back from New Orleans and like it was just one of the best trips I've seen again on the Housewives franchise. Like it was iconic. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I know. It was iconic. So, um, um, And I would have something to recap in the TV recap, but I was convinced from TikTok to watch this. I thought it was a TV show, 365 Days. Have you heard about it? Is that the Stockholm Syndrome like... Um, porn. Yes, 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 yes. It was just not at all what I expected. I did not finish it. I thought it was a TV show about like this, like, you know, like crime family. And all of a sudden I'm watching porn and I wasn't like necessarily upset about it, but it was just not what I expected, you know? Mm -hmm. But the guy who plays the main character looks so much like my friend Felipe who wrote my song Toast. Like, I couldn't stop watching, like, my friend Felipe in porn. Like, it was crazy. Like, they look so much alike. But it was not him. Wow. So you wouldn't recommend it? Um, It depends. Do you like porn? Then I would. If you don't like porn, maybe it's just, like, not for you. How's the story? Oh, the acting. The storyline and the acting makes it more like porn because it's, like, it's so fraudulent and, like, so fake. And it's just, like... It's like the scenes in porn between the porn. Right, right, right. You know, it honestly, the acting really reminded me of like From Justin to Kelly, like that level of sadness. Oh, I mean, honestly, then I'm watching it. From Justin to Kelly is an amazing movie, but if you watch it through the lens of like, I'm watching porn, every scene is like, they're about to fuck. Like the acting is so bad. And that's how you know acting is bad. It's like when, when you think that porn is about to start. Got it. Okay, good to know. Um, I won't be watching it, but... No, you... Definitely should not watch okay, it. Okay, I'm watching it then. Okay, well, the boat scene is just... 
Actually, I have a, a lot. lot. I have a lot on my plate right now, so it's a lot. It would have to be like number eight on the list. No, I just like honestly, like I die at the thought of you watching that movie. Like it's just you're so pure. Like I want to protect you. It's just, it's it's a lot. That's all I'll say. Okay, thanks for the disclaimer. Yeah, I just watched Friends all day. Like I really, I can't even get myself to watch Politician season two. I just, I know, I have nothing on my plate yet. So much. It's true. It's very true. Okay, I think it's time. Okay. Without further ado, to okay. get into the fast side stories that. You need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. So nice to not have to DIY my crunch. Oh, yeah. Also, after this, we have to record a sound bit for Kelly's Mindless News. Should we practice? Yeah. Kelly's Mindless News. Like the 4th of July. I think that's beautiful. Me too. Um, okay, today's episode is brought to you by Margaret M. Margaret M. understands that in today's hectic lifestyle, women want to look and feel good with ease, but without compromising style. Margaret M. offers a line of clothing that is versatile, easy to wear, and complements a woman's figure. Women that have already discovered their slimming pants immediately fall in love and say that it's the most comfortable, flattering pair they've ever worn. The actual term is, they use is addictive. They say the same about the shorts and skirts. Jackie and I went uh, to Montauk this weekend, and we both packed our Margaret M. shorts, and we both said the exact same thing about them. We're like, like they are like the fit I can't even describe they're so comfortable they're so flattering and they're, they're so like, like sleek looking like they're tailored shorts tailored pants tailored skirts but without a waist your ordinary waistband so like you can breathe honestly my life is changed by my Margaret M apparel no it's a new sensation and Margaret also makes matching masks yes some of the prints of the clothes mm-hmm. so like you can really get your style on I wore the mask in my Instagram story and I got so many messages so you can get them to match your apparel which is so cute um they use memory stretch fabric that holds the body together for maximum comfort and a slimming effect they have a wide range of prints that go from classic to fun their garments are all made in Canada Canada proud toasty Canadians our garments can be put in your washing machine goodbye expensive dry cleaning bills they're all versatile enough to wear to work or casually and they are available in sizes extra small through double xl plus sizes 1x to 3x depending on the selected styles so we love wearing our Margaret M masks, shorts, pants, so flattering, so, you know, so like feminine, you know, mm-hmm. like really knows how to flatter your body. And it's just a fabulous brand that we think all the toasters should know about. And if you want to get 20% off, we have an offer for you guys, 20% off and a free face mask by using the promo code toast. They offer hassle-free returns if you are not satisfied. So if you want to go to margaretm.ca to get 20% off your first order and a free mask, use the promo code TOAST at margaretm.ca. Again, that's promo code TOAST for 20% off your first order. And to top it off, get a free face mask. Don't miss out on this great offer. You are going to love it. Love it. Sign on. Look great. First story, an update from yesterday's story. The noose in Bubba Wallace's garage has been there since last fall, and the driver was not the target of a hate crime, says the FBI. The news found by a member of Bubba Wallace's team in his garage at the Talladega Speedway in Lincoln, Alabama over the weekend has been in that stall since October of last year, the FBI's investigation into the incident found. The FBI determined on Tuesday that no hate crime had been committed against Wallace, who is the first black full-time driver to race in the Cup Series in nearly 50 years. They said after a thorough review of the facts and evidence surrounding this event, we have concluded that no federal crime was committed. Can I just say, like, I am thrilled beyond words that this was, 
I think a misunderstanding. So it seems. So it seems. When I was, again, I'm always, you know, just listening to the people. I was reading like tweets and people even in our Facebook groups. I was curious like what people thought about this. And some people think that this is like a conspiracy to cover up a crime and that they're like not fully satisfied with this result um, from the investigation. But to me, like when I saw the picture of the garage and I was like, damn, that does look like a noose, but it's obviously meant to pull down the, the garage, garage door. door. Um, I was like, ooh, like this is weird. Like we just made like a whole um, situation about it. But I like it's just now it's like I'm actually really glad that it obviously didn't happen. But I'm also really glad that like NASCAR was able to support the first and only uh, black full time driver. Yeah. Um, so like it's it's almost like the best of both worlds here. Like now we got right, to, like NASCAR got to show their support for their. We for had their, a great moment, and the thing that was terrible wasn't actually so terrible. Right. And so it actually just is sad because I'm sure maybe a white driver has seen that news and not thought anything of it. But like given the current climate and like what it's like to be a black man in America, he probably just like saw that news. It was like triggered. Well, from what I've read, he didn't see it. His crew team saw it and reported it. Mm. So it wasn't him that reported it. It was okay. his team. Well, I'm sure they are just trying to protect him. Right. Of course. Um, ultimately, this is great news that like, People are not that fucking evil. Yeah. That this was hopefully just a misunderstanding. And we had, like, a really great moment of solidarity together. And now we're, like, NASCAR stands. So. Yeah. I don't know. I think all's well that ends well, right? right? All's, yeah, we're going to take the win. We're going to take the W and Bubba. And I actually stalked his Instagram yesterday because you were mentioning all the McDonald's ads. And it was, like, him on a boat eating chicken nuggets before his, like, big race day. And, like, that is the life I need. Like, I need to be a NASCAR wife. I'm going to get yeah. Ben into driving. I feel like I could be a NASCAR passenger. Like, I could be shotgun doing the music for the drivers. Yeah, that's not a position. But, but if like, there was... Why, but why couldn't it be, like, there's two seats in the car. Totally. And I could be there just, like, cheering you on. Totally. Playing music. Totally. You know, telling you, like, just which way to go. Yeah, make a right on First Avenue. Maybe we can make a stop. Totally. You know? Yeah, you'll be in charge of ordering at the drive-thru. Yeah. Honestly, NASCAR is, like, one of the scariest um, sports, in my opinion. It's quite dangerous. Clearly. You know? Yeah. So... This is... We're tying up the story in a lovely bow. Hopefully, this is where it ends. And it's all good. All good. Okay, next story. New couple alert. Who? Timothy Chalamet was spotted with Aza Gonzalez poolside in Cabo. Okay. Very interesting. TMZ has the photos of these two rendezvousing in Mexico. And though they're not the couple that I ever ever would have put together mostly because I don't really think about Timothy Chalamet like I know he does it for so many people but Mm -hmm. for me like I just don't subscribe no he literally like never crosses my mind unless he's like his a picture of him is placed in front of me right like I've never I don't think I've ever seen him in a production of anything no um I don't follow him on Instagram he's not really like my type Mm -hmm. so I don't really think about him um but I do think about Asa Gonzalez because I think she's, like, the most beautiful woman in the world. And she's so nice. Like, we've hung out with her twice, and she's literally the nicest girl in the world. Right. And so for these two to come together, uh, we have absolutely no choice but to shit. Um, I have some questions. How old is he? I don't know he's why tw- I think of him as 15. Me too. He's 24. and oh, she's what? And she's 30. Oh, very appropriate. I think of him as 15 as well because 15-year-olds love him. Oh, is that why? Yeah. I, I just... This is going to be so controversial. Like, maybe everyone's going to, like, cancel us again. But, like, I don't see, like, the Timothy Chalamet, like, 
Allure. Yeah. I don't understand it really. Um, Cause to me, he's like, just like a skinny kid I went to high school with, with curly hair. Like <laughs> I don't understand like this whole sex pop thing. Like even there are people in Hollywood who people like lust over and like, I don't like live for them, but I get it. And like, I respect the lust. I don't get or respect the Timothy Chalamet lust. Yeah. I just think like we have a very specific type Yeah, and it's not Timothy Chalamet. No. And I just, I'm, I'm actually like, every time I see him, I'm reminded that like how different I am from my generation, you know? Yeah. Also... Um, shit, what was... Oh, wasn't he dating Lily Rose Depp? Yes, and that was cute. And they just faded off? Yeah, I don't know. He's always... He's, like, become, like, some, like, Hollywood bachelor. No, he is, like, the guy. Which is crazy to me, because, like, I don't even think he's cute. Like, no, I know. Honestly, like, if we were in high school and he asked me on a date, like, I probably would have said no. Yeah. I don't get it. And, like, I, I get so many other, like sex pots like that's what he is like girls like like harry styles like girls just want to be with him like i just don't get the timothy chalamet and also i don't really get how like his name is he french or american i think he's probably french because who spells their name with two e's yeah and a chalamet apostrophe yeah i just i don't get the whole thing like he he came out of nowhere he was sprung onto the scene. Like, maybe if we watch the movie. Um, call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name. Maybe we should watch that movie. Maybe we'd feel differently. Okay. Because I feel like that's where everyone fell in love with him. Okay. That's actually a fair call. So anyways, I'm happy for this new couple. What, like Aza Gonzalez is everything of the sort. Everything so of the whatever sort. Whatever she chooses to do with her time and herself, like I support. We have no choice but to respect her as a queen and a female and an actress. Definitely. Okay, next story. Jimmy Kimmel is apologizing for blackface impression of NBA star Carl Malone. Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel is apologizing for a blackface impression he did in the mid to late 1990s. The ABC Late Night host, who's currently taking a summer break from Jimmy Kimmel Live, issued the statement on Tuesday. It comes amid a continued reckoning in the industry over racist depictions of black people and other people of color in the past, ranging from Gone with the Wind being temporary, re, temporarily removed from HBO Max to Hulu pulling down four episodes of 30 Rock that featured blackface scenes. Jimmy Kimmel said, quote, I have been reluctant to address this as I knew doing so would be celebrated as a victory by those who equate apologies with weakness and cheer for leaders who use prejudice to divide us. That delay was a mistake. There is nothing more important to me than your respect, and I apologize to those who were genuinely hurt or offended by the makeup I wore or the words I spoke. The makeup I wore. That's like a, it's a little soft, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's so much weirdness going on with Jimmy Kimmel, and I thought that his hiatus was so strange and, like, weirdly timed, but it's obvious that he knew that this was coming out and did not want to be on air while having to address this. It's much easier to address it in a statement or with a publicist than have to go on air and apologize directly to your audience. Like, that's – it's a very hard thing to do. Trust me, I've had to do it. Well, um, he um, he said in his statement, just because he addressed that part, that his summer vacation has been planned for more than a year, and it includes the next two summers off as well. So, sure. Sure, Jimmy. Just sure. want to know what he's saying. Sure, Jan. Sure. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, I don't really like love Jimmy Kimmel, and um, I don't think he's funny or really that like interesting or talented. So... Um, I'm glad he's being held accountable for his actions. I just think it's, it's, and this is what we said with Jimmy Fallon too. It's like, of course, doing blackface is horrible. Like there's so much historic, historical reasons, like why it's so offensive. But like, let's also talk about and like bring in the other people who like 
who's sca- Jimmy Kimmel doesn't write his own sketches. You know what I mean? Like right. the SN, it's like Lauren Michaels. Like there's so many people involved, and that's why like I I love Tina Fey, and like I love that like she stood up and was like. It's her show, and even though I don't even think she was the one in blackface, like, she was the one who actively, like, took the episodes down. It's like, there's so many more people involved in a TV show than, like, just the person wearing the blackface. And, of course, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel should have known better, but, like, at the same time, he was doing his job. So, like, who put him in that? Who wrote that skit? Like, there's, yeah. it's a group thing. Yeah, it takes a lot of people to approve something going. One character. Right. And Where did he do the skit? Um, was it on SNL? He did it on... Uh, it was a, a sketch from Comedy Central. Right. So it's like, it's not like someone's YouTube channel where like they could potentially like paint themselves in blackface and then click live record and then upload. It's not, there's so many people involved and it's like, of course, Jimmy Kimmel is, it is, should have 100% be held accountable. But like, I also think it's important to note like how many other people were involved and how many other people thought this was like funny and okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that on that. That's that on that. Well, but this is just it's it's a very interesting time to be working in in Hollywood. Like it's it is a sort of reckoning. Yeah, and to have been working for, for so, long. so long. Yeah. So it is, and so we'll keep you posted on what he does next. Yeah. But it includes a summer vacation. I wonder where he's going. Hopefully somewhere. I mean, where can you go? I don't know. I just saw Bella Hadid and Haley Baldwin are in Sardinia on a yacht. Oh my god! So I would love to be in Sardinia. Apparently, you can go. Places. Where's Sardinia? <laughs> it's Europe. Yeah, fabulous Mediterranean. Ooh. So jealous. Yeah. Okay. Next story is kind of a throwback to like the beginning of quarantine when we were young and, and fresh and alive. Because Love Is Blind stars. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, LC, who was like the runner-up for to Barnett. Amber, Split from Mark after Reddit user claimed he was dating another woman. Wait, what? Love is Blind star LC um, has called it quits with Mark after rekindling their romance. She revealed on Reddit over the weekend that she had been dating him since early May, but ended things after a user on the website claimed that he was seeing someone else in a post titled, My Close Friend's Coworker is Dating Mark. Oh, damn. In, this post on Re- uh, in the post, a Reddit user had shared a picture of what appeared to be Mark on a date with another woman. She wrote... Uh, Sorry, this is awkward because I live in Atlanta and I've been dating Mark since the beginning of May, Elsie wrote. Oh, and by the way, this is Elsie from Love is Vine. Feel <gasps> free to DM me on Instagram if you would like more information. Why is she, like, hanging out on Reddit? I don't know, but, like, I guess the story here is that when Love is, like, after Love is Blind aired, Mark started dating Elsie. Elsie. And then according to other Reddit users, he was dating, like, other, other people, people as well. too. And then I guess, um... Jessica weighed in, too, and she said, um, shit, what did she say? (laughs) Oh, she said, wow, this is news to me. I only knew about one of, so I guess he was cheating, like, he was sleeping with multiple women. Jessica knew he was sleeping with one person, and apparently there's, like, a whole roster. I, like, really miss the time in my life where, like, the biggest news story was Jessica being 34 and Mark being 24. Yeah, I know. I miss when that was like, how are we going to reconcile this? Yeah, and like I literally miss like logging onto my phone and just like looking at memes about Love is Blind and like literally like belly laughing so hard. That was such a good, happy time in my life. Yeah, it was like right before quarantine, the the beginning of of the the end. end. Yeah. Yeah. Those were good times, man. Good times. Those were good times. Well, I mean... I mean, there's something shocking here other than the fact that he's dating a castmate. And you know what else is shocking? Like, Mark really got such this edit of, like, poor him. Like, Uh Jessica just did a number on him. And it's like, 
I think that there was definitely, I think if I were Jessica, like I will have, like I've been pissed up until this point, you know, yeah, like because she was villainized. She got a raw deal mm-hmm. and he's not like just like the sweet loving guy who was just there waiting for her at every turn. No, but those scenes were like, he was being the loving guy waiting for her at every turn and she was like being like the villain. Like those were some of the most difficult things I've ever had to watch. Like that scene when they, when they make it to the hotel in Mexico and then they like are in the bed and it's just like, it's awful. Just yeah. So awful. I miss that show. I can't wait for second season, even though it's going to be ruined by, like, Thirst Monsters now. Um, I'm still really excited for another season. Yeah. I think it'll, I think that they can figure it out. I feel like you could also weed out Thirst Monsters easily by just, like, looking at people's Instagrams. What show did you like better? Love is Blind or Too Out to Handle? I think Love is Blind because it opened up, like, even though it was, like, a silly reality show you really have like meaningful conversations from it and like is love blind I don't know too hot to handle was like the opposite of that it was just like shallow 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 yeah I agree I loved love is blind like I got so immediately emotionally invested in the whole thing like when we were on our way to LA and like the finale came out like we both downloaded it on our iPads like I was really invested because it was this like elevated meaningful like bachelor yeah and like people were having like like people on the show were having serious conversations about a lot of different things, and then afterwards, like it just spawned really a dialogue where it's too hot to handle. It's just like sex, like oogling. Yeah, yeah. It was honestly borderline porn sometimes, but there was no sex even. That's true. Yeah. So I, I see. Like whenever we get to season two, it's going to be in a long time. Like I look forward. Yeah, it's going to be in a while. I look forward to knowing her. Okay, fifth and final story. A little happy couple news because okay. Raven Simone says her wedding to Miranda per man Maddie was a true reflection of their love. Oh my God, I didn't even know she was married. Raven Simone got married um, on June 16th in an intimate ceremony. And this in this week's issue of People, the former Cosby Show actress and her new wife exclusively... Excuse me. The former Cosby Show actress? I know. The former That's So Raven star. But as we, just... like, as we realized in yesterday's episode, like in articles like this, they constantly are like the former like the toast singer the, like they just use all these descriptive ways if, to, i mean if anybody you, ever referred to me as out. the toast singer like i would die i'd be so excited like so here like we're about to get to like the cheetah girl right. star you know right um but she exclusively opened up about their secret wedding which only had six guests the intimate details and how it was a reflection of their future together she said, despite being someone who has kept my personal life private, I decided to share this moment because it's one of the biggest and happiest of my life. Miranda makes me feel confident and empowered in an entirely new way. We planned our ceremony together, and it was a true reflection of our love and partnership. That is so cute. Like, I didn't even know that she got married. I didn't even know she was dating anyone. I just... That's the way to do it. You know, I just like totally show up agree. with a people exclusive, with the good news, a little good news. This is so much good news. So much good news. Uh, there is like a really special cockle of my heart for like just carved out directly for Raven Simone. Like I feel like she had such a big impact on me as a kid. Like that's so Raven was my favorite fucking show and I watched it like every day and I used to laugh so hard it was like my first kind of experience with comedy like it was so funny I remember like belly laughing like silent laughing for like the first time in my life to an episode where her hands um she eats like mushrooms and she's allergic and her hands get so big and she's like doing that cooking show thing um I just I there's a special place in my heart for her and I really only want like good positive happy special things for her I completely agree and this seems to be one of those things so I can't I, I, I'm so excited. Mazel tov. What can I say? Mazel tov. So those are the Fast Life stories, and I feel as though, honestly, if I'm being honest, you needed to know them. If I'm being honest. Um, yeah, no, I definitely needed to know, that, to know them, and surprisingly, 
um maybe it's because actually like a month ago i deleted the twitter app off my phone it was just like so fucking negative like and i felt so much better um but i really feel like i know less like i find myself being shocked when you say something oh that's cool that's yeah. good that's like what the show is meant for you yeah. know and then we can just get like like we get your commentary you know you know and true, it's, it's so organic I'm so it's, organic. You're so organic. I'm so Maybe natural. that's why you don't need to eat organic because you are organic. No, people need to eat meat. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like people who are so fake, like they're the ones who are eating organic to try and counteract. No, they're the ones that like are just so artificial. Like it's just ironic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but it's all about balance. It's all about balance. And I'm the most organic bitch you've ever met in your life. And speaking of, well, not really. Um, next up is our Dear Toaster segment, which is our advice segment. You can always write into it, deartoasters at gmail.com. Um, we always keep it anonymous. You can write in about anything from quarantine troubles to boyfriend troubles, work stuff, anything. We'll always keep it anonymous. So let's dive right in. Again, that's deartoasters at gmail.com. We're running low. Please write us, please. Dear my favorite people and my adoptive Anthony Jesses. I've gotten literally everyone I know to listen to the toast, and we're all so excited about the comedy special. We are so proud of you both. Thank you so much. You could pre-order my comedy special, Disgraced Queen. It comes out in six days on iTunes. You could search uh, Disgraced Queen into iTunes, or you could just tap the link in my bio on Girl With No Job. Thank you to whoever wrote this in for promoting my special. Okay, I'm going into my second year of college, and I've been dating this guy for two years. I love him, and he is my best friend, but I feel guilty for not letting him have the full college experience, and also, I want that. I want the time to be alone with myself and my friends, and I'm scared that if we stay together, I'll start to resent him for that later. How do I go about taking the break? What's the time limit for when we need to revisit? Do we just let it happen? It's going to break my heart, but I know it's best for me. Sincerely, an underage toaster who's trying to bring my fake ID into camp toast. Now, I have... Something just came to mind for me about this whole scenario. And it was the honestly Oscar snubbed film, How to Be Single, featuring Dakota Johnson, Rebel Wilson. No, that movie was Razzie snubbed. Oh my God, are you kidding me? I thought that was like the most amazing movie. It's a horrible <gasps> movie. Oh my God, I totally disagree. I think it's literally it's like, like the old, like, spoiler alert, she zips her own dress. Like, I can't. Oh, the zipping of the dress thing, I agree, was like a really lame cliche. But she's met, meets this guy in college. They spend all of college together. And then at the end of college, He's, like, so heartbroken because she's, like, we're going to get back together, but, like, I just want to take a break. Like, I just want to find myself. I've never been on my own, la da da And then, obviously, like, she goes to get back together with him, and he, like, found someone else, and he was, like, so happy. Yeah, honestly, unpopular opinion, she should have stayed with him. Of course. He was such a great guy. Aside from the fact that, like, he ended up meeting someone else and, like, getting engaged and then, like, still kissed Dakota Johnson at a party. But, like, he was in love with her, and I don't fault him for that. But, like, I He's just, trying his best. He's trying his best. I... I don't love this idea. I'm not going to lie. Like the, this is reminds me an, again of the wonderful song grow as we go by Ben Platt. Who said that you, in order to grow, you need to be apart. Like you can grow with someone and grow as we go. Oh, grow as we, who, wait, who said that the growing only happens on your own? Why do you have to grow by yourself? Yeah. Sorry, I got, like, into the song. Um, my advice, I agree with you. I think that, like, if, like, Dakota Johnson in the movie, the reason why she shouldn't have broken up with him is because the only reason she was breaking up with him is because she felt like she needed, that she's supposed to be single, that she's supposed to see what's out there. I don't think that that should be a reason why you break up with someone because you feel like you're supposed to do something. But if there are issues in the relationship and you want to see what else is out there because you're not happy with what you have, take a break. But and that's also, not like, what she said. 
She said, like, I'm going to be heartbroken. No, but, like, you don't have the itch to be single when you're, like, happy in your relationship. And, yeah, breakups are sad, but sometimes they're meant, like, they're necessary. It's necessary pain. You need to grow from it, and you take something into the next relationship. So I think if you're writing into a show, like, asking if you should break up with your boyfriend, you should break up with your boyfriend. Well, no, I think you should reflect on why you want to break up. Do you actually just want to be single, or is there more to it, you know? Yeah, or at least take a break, see where it goes. Um, But I do think, generally speaking, like, when you're so young especially when you're dating someone from high school like you grow you could you can grow together but a lot of people don't so that's true so don't like I think this is a very natural progression yeah you know what I would do I endorse this break I would um Put your AirPods in, listen to Grow As We Go by Ben Platt, and then see how you feel afterwards. I think it'll actually, this, the, the truth is in the song. Okay. And you will find your truth once you listen to the song. Next up. Dearest Claudia and Jackie, first of all, love you girls. I'm in need of a little advice, and I think your creative minds will come up with some great ideas. I recently found out I'm pregnant. My husband and I are so excited. The only thing is that we're not far along in the pregnancy, so we aren't telling people yet. We'll be at the beach with lots of family in the next week, and my family drinks a lot. Do you have any suggestions as to how to fake drink so no one suspects anything? When we're on the beach, it'll be easy because I'll use a solo cup, but what about when we're at the beach house or playing games at night? I normally drink wine, beer, and mixed drinks. Basically, I like alcohol in case that helps. I'll probably tell my sister before then, so she and my husband will be able to get me quote drinks as well thanks in advance xoxo a sober sober tipsy toaster for nine months Ooh, that's hard yeah i mean so this is hard i guess you don't want to tell them because it makes it a big thing so you could say like you're on antibiotics there's a, a ton of reasons why you wouldn't drink you could also say we're trying yeah that's a big theme in season four potomac Drinking yeah, and, drinking and trying. trying. Yeah, um, um, there's definitely creative ways to get out of it. You're totally right. Antibiotic is a good one. Also, you could just be not feeling well. You're trying you, to cut back. You could say like you're doing whole thirty, even though like they'll like judge you and whatever. And then you'll be like that girl. But as an organic queen myself, I totally understand. But like then you'll have kept your secret, and eventually you'll be able to untell them, and then they'll all laugh at the time they thought you did whole thirty. Yeah, I just feel like the more elaborate you get into a lie, like it's just. It never works out. Like, you you just build a web and then you, like, forget something you said. So you just need, like, a plain, like, an antibiotics. Like, something that's simple, not too complicated, um, that'll just throw everyone off your scent. Yeah. Or just, you could say, like, I've been drinking so much during quarantine. Like, I, I promised myself I would do a cleanse. Like, I have, I'm sticking to it. Yeah, doing, like, a dry weekend. Yeah. And you know what? Like, hopefully your family and friends, like, aren't so annoying and they'll just leave you alone and let you live your life. Yeah. But, like, but I get that she doesn't want to, like, raise any eyebrows. But, like, I'm a really big drinker. And it's like, we went away for the weekend and I didn't drink. What would you think? Um, I would just, like, if you had a decent enough reason and you were, like, t- saying you weren't drinking because you've been drinking so much and you just don't like the way you've been feeling, like, mm-hmm. I would totally accept that. Yeah, okay. I think it's also know your audience. Like, that's an excuse that I would accept because I've been there. Yeah. So, um, like, if you said to me, I'm on antibiotics, I'd be like, what? What do you got? Yeah, no, totally. You would, there would be follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah, but I know you too well to know that you're not on antibiotics. That's so, so true. So just know your audience, tailor right. the excuse to something that would strike a chord within them. Right, or that they couldn't further disprove. Like, you're not on antibiotics. I just saw you, you know, at the doctor, you yeah. know? So that wasn't really helpful, but just figure it out. And you know what? At the end of the day... <laughs> Honesty is the best policy. Yeah. And if they don't accept, and they might be like, you're pregnant. I just, I just know. be like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe just don't go to the beach. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like the more we talk about it, like the less we can help you. So like maybe just stay home. Yeah. Yeah. 
My favorite piece of advice to give people during gear toasters. Figure it out. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> All right, finally. Hi, Jackie and, and Claudia and Crunchy Theodora. Crunchy Angel Dora. Precious Cham and Dora. Lovey Boy Dora. One and only Dora. Favorite Nephew Dora. Beautiful Cham and Dora. Precious Spot Dora. Delicious Lips Dora. Lovey Man Dora. Crunchy Angel Dora. Beautiful Perfect Dora. I guess we're still going Dora. Never Stopping Dora. My Son My Angel Dora. I love him, Dora. So do I, Dora. When can we stop, Dora? I think we should stop now. Next up, hi, Claudia, Jackie, and Crunchy Theodora. <laughs> 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 I love you, Dora. Okay, I need your help. My best friend wants to be an influencer, and it's driving me insane. She is talented, creative, and beautiful, but her feed is so full of bullshit captions. She's monologuing on her Insta stories, having deep conversations in her DMs, and trying to grow her brand in ways that don't add up to who she is in real life. The problem is I know her too well. I know that most of what she's saying is totally untrue. And that she does not have her shit together in real life. She centers a lot of her content around giving advice, which is concerning. I know that being online means that you can be that you can bend the truth, but I know too much. I can't take her seriously. I want her to be successful, but I cannot handle this bullshit. How can I be a supportive friend while I can't stand her online persona? Mute her? Talk to her? Suck it up? Help. Things to note. She doesn't make any money from her Instagram. She doesn't have that many followers, less than 10,000, and she has no clue that I feel this way. Thank you, a toaster who was probably a horrible friend. That's so infuriating. Like It's infuriating. I I see I see both sides like I totally like know people like this who's like Instagram just like makes me want to die and it's like I know you like you're evil like your Instagram is just not reflective of who you are but at the same time it's like this is your friend like this is her what she wants for her life like let her live yeah I agree um but I mean how close can you guys be if like this is real if this is like what she's getting into you know <laughs> um I would say, like, if it really bothers you, you also want to say her friend, like, definitely mute her. Don't look at it. If you don't see it, it won't bother you. And then when she, like, asks you about stuff, be like, oh, I haven't seen that yet. And go and look at it. But just try not to read everything. Otherwise, you're like, you will inevitably just, like, make fun of her behind her back constantly. And, like, that's not friendship. Yeah. And at the same time, like, what the key, you know, people ask me all the time, the key to being a successful influencer is being organic, which I'm so organic. Right. And it's also like being authentic. So if she's really putting out this like totally fake persona, like, and her whole brand is like a mask, she'll really never be successful, which it seems like you don't want her to be. So no, maybe she'll just give it up soon. Right. I, she won't be successful doing it this way. So she will give up if she needs to like make a living. Right. Um, I'm curious about this girl's finances. Like how does she pay her rent? Does she have another job? And like the influencing is a side project. Is she working on her passion project full-time? Maybe she's a student. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I think everything will work itself out. Yeah. But while it's bothering you, just try not to look at it. Yeah, like, if you're so bothered by it, just, like, keep your nose out of other people's business. And... Yeah, but, like, it's, she's not putting her nose in the business. Like, she follows her friend, and the captions come up, and she's like, farce, farce, farce. Yeah, but just scroll. Scroll. Keep yeah. on scrolling. Keep on scrolling. Those were our Dear Toasters. Clearly, we are desperate for entries, so please write into deartoasters at gmail.com. Or maybe we've solved everyone's problems. Maybe. Maybe our advice is too good. People don't want to face their, like, you know... No, our advice is so good, we solve people's lives, and then, like, they don't need to write in. And then they don't come back. But the email is deartoasters at gmail.com. Feel free to write in anything. We always keep it anonymous, and we promise we won't make fun of you. Um, my comedy special is out in six days, which is, like, such a big deal. I cannot even stress it enough. So if you haven't pre-ordered it yet... 
I can't stress enough like how important it is that you do pre-order it. So you could tap the link in my bio on Girl With No Job or you could just type in Disgraced Queen into iTunes and it'll pop right up for pre-order. It's like I said, six days away and it's just, it's just beautiful. Yeah, beautiful, stunning, and smart. It's just beautiful. Claudia, that is beautiful, stunning, and smart. Anything you want to promote? Uh, Not much, but head over to Patreon if you're looking for some extra content. Yes, we filmed a fabulous Patreon podcast episode two days ago, and it's one of my favorites. So if you sign up today, you pay $8 a month, and you get five extra episodes from us. $7.99. Seven ninety nine, you get for seven ninety nine. You get five extra episodes a month from Jackie and I, whether that's video or podcast episodes. And if you sign up now, you get access to all of the old episodes since we started like over two years ago. So yeah. it's like two hundred episodes. So there's really no reason for you not to be a Patreon member at this point. Sorry, sweetie. Totally. Well, I think that's all she wrote. I'm looking at her. She moved to the new studio with us, and she's just she's writing. just been in the corner like for the last hour just writing. She's just like a what's it called? Um, a, a, like court a court reporter. reporter. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to the morning toast, the millennial morning show, where we go live Monday through Friday, 10:30 a.m. Eastern time on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We are also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. <laughs> so it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IR Radio, Castbox, all the places wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us. Morning, Tesla, me five star review, but a beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We love you guys so much. We hope you have a great day. Bye.